2: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
1: Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is
3: Saturday morning. Sex Panther, what's happening?
2: Ring the fucking
3: bell. you a going to parlay twice in one week. Has that ever happened? Uh, I don't think that's ever happened. No, I don't think so. Oh man, we hit another parlay yesterday, and Mac's so excited about it. He's posting in the book club at 2.30 in the morning, but um, it's Saturday, which means we're going to talk Sunday football. I got about five games here, and a few of them are coming off of bye weeks, and speaking of coming off of bye weeks, I feel like the guy joining us has been on a bye week for about a month fighting Phil. What the hell's going on, man?
4: Man, I am happy to be back i worked 19 days in a row, like Arch said, defending democracy, working in an election uh, board. Boy, that's a zoo. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back, man. This is awesome. awesome.
1: I think everyone's happy to have you back except Rory. That's a... a- just, I'll just say that
3: yeah, he, yeah, he filled in. Yeah. <laughs> he filled in one day, and he was mad we didn't tell him. But well, we, I mean, it was very, very short notice. We thought you were coming back last week, and uh, last minute, with Roy's like, "I can do it." And we'd already kind of committed. But uh, yeah, Roy, Roy, is ready to just you know, kick you to the curb and step right That's
1: in. That's it, man. He
3: was it was Game of Thrones type move by Rory.
4: <laughs> well, it it makes sense. I'm very small, so easily kicked, easily thrown. It, it I, I get it, Rory. You're you're a, a very strong Southern gentleman especially when you have all the Bush lattes working. I'm very light work. Uh, there's a comment already in the book club. What ditch y'all find this guy in?
3: New Jersey. They got some, they got some shady ditches, man.
4: <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like Rory wanted to take me to the train station from, um, from Yellowstone, you know, oh, throw yeah. him out there and never come back.
3: That's
1: right. Oh, well, it's good to have you back. We're back to three people on the Saturday show, as it should be let's do it man let's get to work panther what have you got
3: uh i I think this is an incredibly bettable slate I, i told you i got five probably could have had maybe as many as seven or eight we're gonna start up in the windy city detroit gonna hit the road take on max's favorite quarterback in the nfl justin fields and the chicago bears uh you know we had a great great week of weather but going to it's going to get cold this weekend it's already in the 30s here and i'm what am i about two hours from chicago so we're gonna have some cold weather detroit you know granted detroit as a city is a very cold city but they play in a dome so they're maybe not used to playing in that much cold weather but part of the problem with detroit is just this offense this offense has been absolutely brutal complete Reverse of what we saw in the first half or first quarter of the season, first half of what they've played so far. Now they can't get out of their own damn way. They're terrible on the road. Going into the Chicago team that, although they've been losing, Look at this offense, though, 33-29-32 in their last three games. They've opened up the playbook. We, you know, we kind of joke. I think people think we're maybe a little tongue-in-cheek here with Justin Fields, but we're we're absolutely serious. They, they got the guy some weapons. They open up the playbook. They're getting him out of the pocket. He's running more. Uh, I think the Bears – it's going to be a losing season, but this is a really dangerous team right now. They just need to get their defense to tighten up. I think they can tighten up against a Jared Goff-led offense. Bears are going to take care of business at home. I'm going to lay the, what do we got, two and a half, 50 bucks on the Bears.
4: Bill, any thoughts? Yeah, man, this is one of my favorite games of the week. And uh, th- you know, full disclosure, last night while we were recording Out of Bounds, I bought a Justin Field jersey you know, <laughs> while I was on the air. I, I love this guy. And um I, I am I played a unit and a half on the Bears money line, which I think was minus one forty five or something. Yeah, right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So just a, a a flat risk to win a unit. Um, but what I like most is all the Justin Fields props. I like his rushes over nine and a half, I like his rushing yards over fifty-nine and a half, I like his anytime touchdown. Um, but I, I I'm gonna have lots of bets on this game. They're all gonna be, you know. Around the Bears uh, to have success, I love the Bears here. Give me that. All right. Um, You guys know
1: how I feel about betting two and a halves. Just I just don't like doing it. I try and avoid it as much as possible. Even though the two and a half has been a little shaky, Uh, we've talked about this in the book club. We had a little mini lecture (laughs) uh, post show some one of these days. Um, But for right now, I'm leaning Detroit plus the points. Uh, Just don't I don't do two and a halves. Leaning Detroit, I think they can take down Baltimore East but not enough to bet it. Baltimore yeah. West is going to be Baltimore
4: West. Excuse me. Or West, yeah. Why don't, hey, why don't no you point. sell a point and make it three? That way you feel better about it.
1: Oh, maybe I should. You know, actually, I feel better at uh, getting a plus two than I do plus two and a half right now.
3: Fair enough. Yeah. Quick, Phil, on those uh, prop bets on, on fields, is that something that you, you would parlay? Because I, I agree with you. I think those are some really great numbers.
4: I mean, I, the, I, I don't like same-game parlays because I think the, the correlations – get kind of kind of funky and you don't get true value um so i mean if if that's the way you like the role you can um i'm gonna play them all straight though
3: play them straight up all right next game up speaking of arch's two and a half point games he likes look at denver the road going against tennessee Let's see, defensively gave Kansas City all they could handle last week. Kansas City kind of had to turn on the afterburners in the end and uh, take it into overtime to beat this Titans. The Titans are a scrappy team. Not explosive, only getting 18 and a half points per game, but the defense has been consistently stout all season long. You look at their recency. They've given up 20 in overtime to the Chiefs, 10, 10, 17, 17. All those games were wins, albeit against subpar competition. Speaking of subpar competition, here comes Russ and the Broncos. They had lost for their last five. They beat Jacksonville two weeks ago. So they're they're fresh off their bye in the road, somewhere where they're not that successful. They're one and three on the road. Tennessee's two and one at home. I think Tennessee's definitely the better team here. Now The big question here is Ryan Tannehill. Is he playing? Is he not playing? Malik Willis only completed five passes last week, and that's not a recipe to win a lot of games. Um, I I really kind of have concerns about this play. If Tannehill doesn't play, but minus two and a half, I think he is playing. So I'm going to take the Titans for 50 bucks here, minus the two and a half.
4: Yeah, I, I feel like the Titans have finally figured out that they have Derrick Henry on their team and they're handing the ball off to the guys, you know, 30 times a game, letting him letting him really work. However, uh the Titans defense was on the field for 92 plays last Sunday night. You're getting the Broncos off a of bye week and uh although it's a travel spot with, you know, a West Coast team coming east, I think Russ can handle that. Um, you know, he's a, he's a veteran and and he's a dork, but he's a veteran. He's done this a million times. So <laughs> Uh, you know, the early time slot doesn't bother me. The Broncos with all the extra rest, a tired Titans defense. I'm going to take the, the, the lesser talented team here. Give me the Broncos plus the three, um, let down game for the Titans. We th- maybe, maybe they just might be tired. I mean, that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that defense, whew, that's, that's a lot of plays against, you know, chasing Pat, Pat Mahomes around. Yeah.
1: Unsuccessfully. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I like the Broncos on the road here. Plus the three, I, I'm going to jump on it. Uh, Denver's got nowhere to go but up, right? I mean, they can't get much worse. Maybe they can get a little bit better and not not maybe not win the game, but cover the game. Broncos Country. Let's let's ride 50 bucks.
3: They could just get in that 20-point, you know, scoring. They they'd be in a lot more games with they don't score 20 points too often. 39 is the total in this one. 38 and a half. Yeah, it doesn't expect a lot. (laughs) No speaking of not expecting a lot, man, you're just killing these transitions here, Arch. Got another game where the total was really, really low. Let's take a look at the Houston Texans hitting the road. They're going to go over to New York. Is this New York or are they still playing in New Jersey? No, They're going to take on the Giants. There's a total 40 and a half here, so probably not a lot of scoring. And part of that has to do with the Texans who scored 17, 10, 20, 13, 24 in their last five games they're averaging 16 and a half points on the season it's just hard to believe that in, in today's nfl where everything is skewed so much towards the quarterbacks and the offense that we've got this many teams scoring 20 points and less per game it just kind of really boggles my mind the Giants kind of in the same boat they're only scoring just over 20 points per game part of the resurgence for the giants has been the the health of saquon barkley And it leads to a question of whether or not they keep Daniel Jones. But in defense of Daniel Jones, this is the first season he's had a healthy Barkley, relatively healthy wide receivers, and it's shown in his play. He's he's played a lot better, but coming off that loss two weeks ago to Seattle, I don't think anybody's really surprised about that. We thought we'd see some regression in the Giants, and I think we're starting to believe that Seattle might be the real deal. But prior to that, they had they had won four games in a row, a um, couple of those against lesser competition, maybe even three of those against lesser competition if you throw Green Bay in there. Houston's definitely lesser competition. I think the Giants take care of business at home. I got to lay four and a half. I don't like it, but uh. I think the Giants win by a touchdown. So I'll put 50 bucks on the G-men.
4: I'm I'm with you. Um, you know, we we get the Giants' um, coaching staff here, which I trust a whole lot more than Lovey Smith. Uh, I I think the Texans are the worst team in the NFL, even when they're at full strength. Ding uh, There's a yeah, there's a couple wideouts that may be coming back for the Texans. I don't think it matters though. I I I really think uh, we're going to see the Giants not explode, but they're going to do. You know, they're they're going to win by a touchdown or more, in, in my opinion. So I like the Giants here, minus the four and a half. I played them on the money line uh, for two units on on out of bounds, but uh, I don't trust this Texans team, and uh, I, I I think that they can just grind them down with Saquon. So give me the Giants here.
1: I'm trying to think what what it's not an explosion like maybe that scene in the Matrix when the when the fireball just grows really really slowly slowly. That's kind of that's
4: kind of maybe how the Giants will explode. <laughs> that's that that's, that that seems to be more accurate. Accurate than an explosion.
1: Yeah. Uh, man, Houston is the worst team in the NFL, but I don't think that highly of the Giants either. I mean, I remember just yelling they can't keep getting away with it in the book club. <laughs> but they, they they were until they ran into Seattle. I'm going to lean Houston with these five and a half points. I, I just don't think that highly of the Giants. I feel like their luck is going to run out eventually. But you know, who knows? I'm not betting it. I'm not that ballsy.
3: Is that five a of- and a half is that just something you're seeing from different books or yes. is it trending that way
1: uh well it looks like it's six well it open to six and a half for the giants down to four and a half oh. so i disag- wouldn't
3: have on six and a half vegas disagrees <laughs> vegas disagrees all right uh, next game up talk, still talking about bad teams it's looking new orleans hitting the road going against pittsburgh Pittsburgh, they they, they hear you saying Houston's the worst team in the league, but they're also saying, here, hold my beer, because this team has just been absolutely anemic, 15 points per game. Um, They've lost four of their last five, the one win, was against Tampa Bay at home, and I think that really was more of an indictment on Tampa Bay than a celebration that Pittsburgh, you know, won that game. There hasn't been anything about this Steelers team that gives me hope that they're going to be able to uh, flip this season and get Mike Tomlin another, uh, at least. Well, can't have five hundred anymore unless you get a tie. But um, he, he's never had a losing season in his tenure being there, and and he's well on his way. I think that probably continues going against the New Orleans team who, by all stretch, they're not very good either. Lost three of their last four, but in those losses, they're at least capable of scoring. They put up 34 against Arizona. They put up 26 against Cincinnati. I don't think the Steelers put up 26 in any game this season. That win against Tampa Bay, they put up 20. I think that was their high for the season. I think New Orleans can just outscore Pittsburgh, even though it's on the road, it'll be cold in Pittsburgh, but this Steelers team, I think they got talent, but they're a mess. They're an absolute mess. So I only got to lay a point and a half. Let's put 50 bucks on the saints.
4: I am on the other side here. I I like the Steelers. Um, We're getting, you know, a well-rested Steelers team. They have a huge rest advantage over the saints who just played on Monday night. Uh, The saints team's pretty banged up and, you know, for Pittsburgh, we're getting T.J. Watt back, it, it looks like. So, um, you know, maybe we'll see Kenny Pickett develop a, a little bit over this this two weeks that he's had off. T.J. Watt coming back. I think maybe they surprise some people. Uh, the Saints are a dome team. They're going to be playing in cold weather. Everything just points to the Steelers for me. So uh, I'll, I'll take the Steelers here with the point and a half.
1: Yeah, I I've got to agree. I like the Steelers here with the plus a point and a half. You're right, Panther. The Steelers are maybe arguably the, the second worst team in the NFL, but it's only a one-point spread. Got to to activate the almonds there. So, uh, yeah, I'm jumping on Pittsburgh for 50 bucks plus the point and
3: a half. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just that uh, the Saints aren't very good either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last game up. I really can't wait to hear Arch's take on this one. The Dallas Cowboys are hitting the road to take on the Green Bay Packers. Are three and six, two and two on the road, and this is a team they've lost five games in a row. Offensively, they are an absolute mess. I got to watch them last week when they played Detroit. And Aaron Rodgers throws a lot of blame, a lot of pressure to those wide receivers. But I can't recall a game where I've ever seen him play as bad as he did. He's bouncing the the ball off a defensive lineman's face mask. He's throwing the ball behind his wide receivers. Inside the five-yard line twice, end up throwing interceptions. Aaron Rodgers might be out to sabotage the Packers. I don't know. Uh, But Dallas you know they got their offense going against Chicago 2 weeks ago they're coming off of a bye Dax back Dax healthy that gives the offense a lot more explosiveness if you will uh, they kind of got things figured out with Zeke and Pollard I think Pollard is the guy but listen if they're both healthy keep trucking them out there and and getting things done Zeke is list is questionable but I don't think it matters Tony Pollard's been absolutely stellar uh, if they could if they could trade Zeke they probably would but I don't think anybody wants to take that salary that jerry jones gave to him a couple years ago I, I don't see anything about green bay that says they get this shit fixed aaron Rodgers is is looks very uninterested they didn't make any moves at the day, uh, trade deadline to get him some help um defense one of Archer's favorite topics uh is, has been getting shredded so uh four points almost this is gonna be a vegas gift i don't think green bay gets it right i'll lay the four points and put 50 bucks on dallas
4: Every time Arch says something about the Green Bay defense, I feel guilty inside because I was one <laughs> of the guys, you know, banging the drum that, that the Packers defense was going to be good enough to to keep them in there. And I, I just I, I couldn't have been more wrong about this team. I, I thought the Aaron Rodgers, you know, even with the lack of weapons, would would still be able to, uh, you know, do it himself. And uh, boy, they, they just they look really bad. But I do feel like this is a do or die time for the Packers. And I, they're going to win a game some point, and I think it's going to be one where they catch somebody sleeping. So, I, I think maybe we see a little vintage Aaron Rodgers here. This is more just a gut play. I don't, I don't have any real reason to do it, but the the four and the hook, I, I think that's that's important. Getting them at home, I, man, I hate it, but give me the Packers.
1: Oh yeah, I uh, I'm going to agree with you. I want a piece of the Packers plus four and a half at home. You're le- you're you're reading a laundry list of why you shouldn't bet the Packers, but in my mind, that's just like yep, yep, yep. <laughs> this is this has got upset. This has got disaster written all over it. I'm going to take the Packers at home plus the four and a half points for fifty
3: bucks. I think you guys have faded damn near everything except the Bears with with Phil. I think you guys faded me a lot, the entire way. The no, Bears.
1: Right.
3: Fuck that uh, five plays. First, what do you got? All right. Well, I think first.
1: I got a commercial break. I think we should. You want to talk about the book club?
4: Talk about the book club. Bill, you have any thoughts about the book club? I love the book club. (laughs) I love it. You know, it's just where where the generates can go to be themselves. And, um, you know, I just especially today, there's going to be a lot of action in there today. Isn't there, Panther?
3: Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's college football. We're, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. So, um, man, and Notre Dame's plans, so, you know, got a bunch of homers in there, but some really big games. So yeah, once noon kicks around Eastern time and those football games kick off, it's going to be very, very live in there.
4: Yep. We got college basketball. We got arch coming at you. I'm going to have a full slate of college football. Um, you know, you snuck it, in
3: with some good college basketball
4: plays last night with New Hampshire, right? Was that it? Yeah. New Hampshire money line plus there 20. I don't, Boom, I don't know that where hit. that came from. Yeah, but the Excel spreadsheet said to take it, so we take it. But yeah, man, 35 bucks a month to get a three-day free trial. Come hang out with us. Arch Panther, Max, Speedway, Steve's in there dropping gold in the, the golf game. I, I just think that it is the best, most underrated handicapping service in the game at a price point that is just blows everyone else away.
1: Truly. All right. Well, as Max would say, you should book it over to the book club. We're going to move up to the top of the board-ish, I think. There we go. Max's beloved Jacksonville Jaguars are on the road playing the Kansas City Chiefs. If Jacksonville has one, if like you could describe them in one word, it would be inconsistent (laughs) at best. Uh, They look good. They look horrible. And you never know what you're going to get from them. I don't even think they have to look exceptional to not lose by 10 points. I think they just have to look okay. Uh, Kansas City's coming off a very emotional win over Tennessee, too. They, they're going to be tired, just like Tennessee's tired. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars, plus nine and a half for 50 bucks.
3: Yeah, I really like that play. When you look at the Chiefs' recency, they played five. I'm looking at their last most recent five games, three of them at home, and all those games have been really close, one point, four points, three points. There are two road games. The road games are the ones that they're covering these double-digit, right? They blew out San Francisco. They blew out Tampa Bay. Um, so here's Jacksonville coming into Kansas City. I don't know if you're sleeping in your own bed and slapping mama on the ass has anything to do with it, but uh, they just seem to be playing down to their competition. So I think the Chiefs definitely win at home, but Jacksonville should be able to keep it close. The Chiefs' defense isn't spectacular. So I agree with you. Uh, take those points and uh, catch it.
4: Yeah. I mean, I feel like the nine and a half is begging you to take the chiefs, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm taking the bait here. I, you guys are probably right, but, um, I'm just, I, I can't, I can't get off this, this Kansas city team. Arch, I'm, I'm stuck, you know, cause you said that this is the best scoring offense. They're still the most explosive. They can score quickly. And I just think they eventually lean on this Jaguars team and wear them down. Um, the the Chiefs defense kind of found themselves. I think the stat I saw was they held Tennessee to seven yards on their last ten drives or something on that that Sunday night game. So I expect a little bit more of the same. Uh, Andy Reid is gonna gonna take old Dougie P out back behind the woodshed and teach <laughs> his old old protege what's up. So give me the Chiefs minus nine and a half, but I hate it. The problem you're absolutely right, but I. The
1: worst thing, the worst recipe here for you, Phil, is if the Chiefs get up big quick and then they're just going to coast. Reed loves to coast.
4: He does. Yeah. To call the dogs off. He he certainly does. We saw it a lot in his tenure in Philly. Yeah, he did.
1: All right. Next up, let's see if I can find it. I wish there was a unifying force that put all the games in, in the same layout on all the sites. Some people do by schedule. Some people do by the rotation number. Let me see here. There we go. Minnesota is playing Buffalo. What the fuck is going on with this line? Minnesota opened up plus eight and a half, and now they're plus three. Is that Josh Allen? Is that it? Got to be Josh Allen.
4: Yeah, it's Josh Allen news. Yeah.
1: Well, I would have taken him at eight and a half. I'm still going to take him at three and a half. I like the Minnesota Vikings here to shock the world and cover (laughs) against Buffalo. Fifty bucks on the Vikings.
3: You know, I I always come back to what you and Max joke about is a primetime Kirk and it's not a primetime game. There's no nothing for him to shine about without Josh Allen, assuming he doesn't play. They haven't necessarily ruled him out uh, yet. But, um, it, it, it's less incentive, I think, for him to have to feel like he's got to carry the team. They just put Dalvin Cook out there and play a normal offense. I think there's a real shot that Minnesota can win this game outright. The Buffalo has shown themselves to be vulnerable a couple of times this season. Um. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I like the, the three and a half, just not enough to bet on it, because I think if Josh Allen is healthy and does play, Buffalo has also been shown the propensity to blow somebody out as well.
4: Yeah, I'm 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 with you, Arch. Um, Are you? Isn't this an
1: anti-algorithm play?
4: It is, but okay. there's there's a there's a reason why, um, you know, to to go with it. And I think that's because if we're not going to see Josh Allen, we're going to see Case Keenum, and mm-hmm. the Vikings don't have to go very far to see a lot of a lot of tape on this guy. So I think that the uh, the Vikings and their running game they have enough weapons on the outside. They'll certainly be able to handle business. It's a one o'clock game. It's not a huge travel spot, um, but the, the Vikings have enough weapons to take care of this small number. I like them on the money line, but I'll take the three and a half as insurance. Okay. Well, I feel a little bit better now. I thought I was
1: fading the algorithm. Well, I am, but you're okay with that.
4: I'm I'm good with it here.
1: Okay. Last, I don't want to do this one. Last game. <laughs> I don't want to do this one. Another week, another lost bet. When I take the Arizona Cardinals, The Rams do it. Yeah, I know. The Rams are bad. They're really bad, but I I have a feeling it's okay. I'm of two minds here. It's absolutely telling me to bet the Arizona Cardinals here, plus the three points like it has every other week. when it tells me to take Arizona plus points and I lose. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Arizona plus three for 50 bucks, but I have a feeling that we've all just buried the Rams and now they're going to arrive. They're going to show up and actually look like a decent team.
3: I hope not because I I, this is the one show where I can bury the Rams and don't have to fear, you know, maybe Max's wrath or something about Oh he's buried him too. He's buried him too they're not good they've got so many holes stafford hasn't been right all season he dismisses the injury report i think there's something to it they can't run the ball to save their life 68 yards per game and sometimes they're just completely game scripted out of their ability to run it they have no wide receiver help out of cooper cup cooper cup should be your mvp because how that guy catches as many balls for as many yards uh, and being the only saving grace on the offense Is quite remarkable. The offensive line is absolute shit. And the defense isn't even any good. I mean, they're giving up nearly 22 points per game. Um, There's nothing about this. I can't even understand why they're a favorite here. I agree with you. Arizona, even in their losses, they've put up points. They put up more points than the Rams score in their freaking wins. So I'm with you. It's probably Max might have the laughing say on Monday, but I I like the Cardinals here as well.
4: Yeah. I mean, I. I'm on the Rams and mm. this is, just, I mean, this is a game that I don't want to bet. I'm going to bet it though, because I'm a degenerate <laughs> uh, But Sean McVay and his Rams are 11 and one straight up against the Cardinals in, you know, during his tenure. Um, I was telling Kyle that I'm not, I'm not a big trends guy. Yeah. I, I normally completely dismiss them, but that one feels pretty strong. Um, you know, and, and we have had some uh, consistency at head coach with Cliff Kingsbury there. So that number includes, a lot of the you know the same formula that we're working with in this game, so um we also saw that the the Cardinals offense started to click as soon as DeAndre Hopkins came back. Um, but he's going to be covered by a guy named Jalen Ramsey this weekend. so we're a ready? lot of the the pieces that the Rams are missing, I still think that will completely take uh Hopkins out of the game. Give me the Rams minus the three. It sucks. I'm playing it. I can get you minus one and a half. Well, geez, that that seems to be better then. Yeah, it's us. it does. It oh. does seem to be better. <laughs> <laughs> that's just math. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big math guy. We need Steven here to explain it
1: to us. Correct. <laughs> that's really all I had. To, I wanted to talk about. There's some other plays that I'm kind of uh, about, but I'm. That's a that's a book club chat. Uh, so not a podcast
4: chat. Phil, any games we missed that you wanted to discuss? No, the the one that I was bringing to the table that. Um, I really liked is that Chicago Bears play and, and we we nailed that right off the right off the lead. So am glad to get that out there. Love all those fields props. That's that's what I feel strongly about.
1: You're going to post those in the in the the NFL chat, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. I love that. Love it.
3: Arch, before we get out of here real quick, there was yeah. one I wrote it down, then I yeah. crossed it out. I'll get you guys opinion on this, Browns at the Dolphins. I, listen, I, I keep commenting on the undefeated Dolphins with two at quarterback. Um, and I really like Miami at home, but that hook is what scared me off. Can the Browns lose? They lose close. Um, can Miami cover three and a half? Or is that is that a tad too many? They can't. It's gonna be. This is a, gonna be a Browns play. I'm I'm right on the I'm
1: right on the line. A a gentle breeze would push me into betting the Browns, but it's right there. Uh, I I, I like the Browns an awful lot with that hook. I don't know about you, Phil.
4: I uh I played two units on the the Dolphins money oh. line to win just a little oh, money line. Little over okay. unit. Yeah. Money line. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, yeah. I like the dolphins
3: here. The hook. I was like, well shit, now it's minus minus one ninety to money line it. So that puts you at the two units. Like, eh, it's yeah. a it, one, so.
4: the, the hook absolutely scared me off. Uh, the Browns play it just a ton of close games. I think Jacoby Brissett is a serviceable quarterback, you know, quarters one through three, but you know, he'll find a way to puke all over himself in the fourth. Um, just the, 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 Dolphins have so many weapons, and like I was telling Kyle, you're starting to see props you know, on the board about Tyreek Hill to break uh, Calvin Johnson's receiving yards record, which is awesome. I mean, the guy is just pure electric. Two is making me eat my words. I think he does it again. I like the Dolphins. Mm, there you go. On the money line, not the spread. On the money line. On yep. the money line.
1: Well, shit. If we got a couple minutes here, I know we were just about to wrap it up, but let's, let's look at one more game as soon as I find it here, because we've got... Stakes on both sides with you guys in this one. The Colts are playing the Raiders. It's a four and a Ugh. half point spread. Oakland, or Oakland, Jesus. Vegas, minus four and a half. Panther, can your boys beat the
3: Colts? God, if they don't beat the Colts, I'm calling for McDaniel's head. I mean, M- M- <laughs> the Colts are a dumpster fire. And I don't know. I, listen, I love Jeff Saturday. Love him. But I don't know why he's there. The guy has literally no coaching experience at all. The last time he coached was high school in 2020. Um, And and the first thing he said when he came there is like, we don't have enough staff. So they were already undercoached in the first place. The Raiders, they put Darren Waller on the IR. They put Hunter Renfro on the IR. I mean, shit, now they become a running team. Not behind Jacobs, I don't think, and Devontae Adams probably get double covered. This game stinks. I, I take the under. I think of the forty-one because both offenses suck, and but the Colts are an absolute dumpster fire. I think the Raiders win, but I'm not laying four points on this Raiders team. They're garbage.
4: Philip, I'm on the Colts here. Mm. I don't know if it's a little bit of homerism or hope with Jeff Saturday. I watched some of his press conferences. And uh, number one, it's comedic gold because uh, he he's just has, yeah, he's awesome. So I, I really hope that he has success because I would love to see him stick around. Uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, what he's going to be doing on fourth down plays and two point conversions. And he has no idea. He said he, he's glad that he got to watch a lot of football and criticize a lot of coaches. And now he gets to do it. So um, the long and the short of it is I don't trust the Raiders coaching staff either. Four and a half points is a ton I think the Colts get a little bit of a bump, just having a new voice in that, that locker room. So I, I hate the play and I guess that's a common thing. This is a tough card this week, but I'm taking the Colts plus four and a half.
1: I'm leaning the Colts right now. I'm absolutely, man. I just, everyone's burying them. Everyone's just buried them for dead. Now with Jeff Saturday as the coach, it just makes me wonder if, 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 you know, if they can beat the Raiders, Uh, it's, it's really, this is, this is must-watch TV, I think. This is the game. This is the afternoon game. Fuck Dallas. Fuck Arizona. Fuck the Chargers. This is the must-watch game.
3: You gotta see what Indianapolis I'm looks gonna, like. I'm gonna get it. This is my home turf. This is we're gonna get this game. So I get to watch my Raiders and the Colts. Real quick question. Is this an is this an audition for Saturday? Or is he the guy? Is this the guy going forward?
4: I think he said in his presser that um, you know, he doesn't even know if he's any good at it. Um, so that you know. If he turns out to be pretty good, he'll stick around. If he if he's no good, he said he would just say, "See you later. It's all yours. God bless." So, uh, I guess it's kind of an audition, but who knows? If they in his win,
3: hands are in Ursae's hands,
4: it's what I would imagine. I would imagine it's Ursay. He's the one that snap hired the guy and didn't didn't interview <laughs> anybody else.
1: <laughs> Fascinating story. I can't wait to see how it plays out. If they if the Colts win, then get ready to fade him, because that's the new coach bump, and then it's going to just turn into a disaster as the season grinds on. This is going to be
4: horrible. It uh, also feels like Ursay's back on the pills, you know, if, if this is the kind of decision.
3: <laughs> All right. If you go out of visual, it looks like he's never off of them.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Ramon popped in and told everybody hola. He said, this is my first Saturday in a while. Good to have you, Ramon. Uh, he just screamed the pack. That's it. Okay, good job. Uh, Rory says he likes Steelers and Packers plus four and a half.
3: Oh, thank you Rory thank you for not agreeing with me I could <laughs> be more appreciative <laughs> what did we talk about today we talked about the NFL
1: nothing but the NFL that's it talked about the book club just a little bit just got to remind everybody it is there $35 a month we're making money we're making money we're making way more than $35 fucking
3: a month <sighs> Phil any final thoughts
4: no but are we doing a parlay are doing a parlay you got to pick for me Phil Give me Justin Fields over 59 and a half rushing yards.
3: Over 59 and a half rushing. Arch, what do you like?
1: trying to look here. You know what? I'm going to take the Packers plus four and a half. Uh.
3: I swear, if I'm opposite of him, he loves to just stick it to me.
4: Before we get out of here, Phil, did you have any final thoughts, final words? No, I'm good, man. This was awesome. I'm glad to be back in the seat here and, and talking with you guys. I really, really missed it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I can be active back in the book club a lot more. And uh, it just feels like home.
3: Glad to have you back. I, I don't think anybody ever wants to hear Panther have 80% talk time. So at least you're here to chew up some of that uh, talk time for me. Um, I'm going to take the Bears minus the two and a half. I know Phil doesn't Ooh. like to get in the same game parlay stuff, but, but we got the Fields over 59 and a half rushing green bay plus the four and a half and the buyers minus two and a half that's your degenerate parlay it will hit three in one week that would be just something else um we're hanging out on facebook we're on twitter but mostly most exclusively it is the book club it's going to be live in there with all the college football action we got basketball by the way side note i went 4-0 basketball yesterday yay let's go Um, So get in there, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name, but most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today and tomorrow, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.